Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. I'm joined by Nicole Dines, Dan Innes and Paul Strome. Um, and this week, of course, the UK saw more bad news in terms of economic forecasts and a rise as well in terms of interest rates, another 50 basis points to the highest level for 14 years. Dan, what have you what have you been following in the market? Quite a few things um, across different sectors, uh, really, this week. Nike is rumoured to be looking for a new distribution centre in the UK of around a million square feet. React News picked that up that um, they that Nike had um, appointed CBRE uh, to have a look at a market review of options uh, potentially in the Midlands in the UK, uh, which seems to be their preferred location. The sports giant um, is looking to make that move um, at some point later this year. Elsewhere um, in the market, um, it's reported that CA Imo are looking to dispose of an office building in Hermann Weinhauserstrasse in Munich, which is called NEO. Again, CBRE, they're looking to market the office space. Um, it's an office and hotel tower, um, which is located to the east of Munich. Um, and it's going to be you know, valued at around 100 million uh, euro. Elsewhere and up into the northwest of England, Box Park has secured planning permission for a new scheme in Liverpool. And it's going to be their first branded site outside of London. A couple of bits of retail news, Paper Chase, the stationery, greetings cards, store, portfolio and brand. They fell into administration last week after you know tracking that for a few weeks. And that's going to leave 106 stores at risk. Also, JD Sport, um, in a piece that appeared in the FT on Friday, JD Sport plans to open 1,750 stores over the next five years. Um, a bit of a shot in the arm to retail property owners around the world. Chief Exec Regie Schultz, he told investors last week that he wants to turn the £8.8 billion company into a global sports fashion powerhouse and investing between 500 to 600 million pounds a year into operations, most of which are going to go towards those new stores. Um, he said that some of it would go to the UK, but emphasised that the US was a real focus where they only have 120 stores at the moment um, and would lift that to perhaps around 700 stores. But he also made mention of France, Germany and Italy. And lastly, uh, from next month, if you're a train station or a train fan, Richard, you'll be able to stay at the Royal Hideaway Hotel Canfranc Estacion, which is an almost a century old train station that's been refurbished in the north of Spain in Aragon. And it's been renovated by the Barcelo Hotel Group to the tune of about 15.3 million euros and a refurbishment that's been going since 2016. It's an enormous building, beautiful, sitting up in the mountains, and it will have 104 rooms, four luxury suites, one for you, Richard, and an F&B offer. Really something quite stunning up there in the mountains uh, of northern Spain. Well, I am actually going to the Iberian REIT conference in Madrid shortly, so perhaps I'll be able to tag a, an extra hideaway onto the end of that. Um, uh, Nicole, what have you been tracking? Well, continuing on the retail theme that Dan was mentioning, the Greenman Group, which is based in Dublin, has expanded into Poland uh, with the acquisition of Newbridge Poland, which is an asset manager and developer. The Greenman Group focuses on grocery-anchored uh, real estate investments across Europe, and it said it wants to look east. It's going to invest even more in, in the CE region. So the company they bought has been rebranded Greenman Poland and will have something like around uh, 150 million euros in assets under management. Uh, mostly retail parks and shopping centres, anchored by large retailers uh, like Carrefour, Spa and Pepco. So as we've seen throughout the retail crisis, the uh, grocery anchored retail deal has been doing really well. 
Looking elsewhere, Kegel, the German group, has launched a new impact fund called Five Life, which is an Article 9 fund. Life stands for Living Impact Fund Europe. Uh, it's reached its first closing uh, very quickly and has acquired its first asset, which is a newly built sustainable apartment block in Malaga in, in southern Spain. It's an interesting acquisition because it's got an impact angle because all the apartments are let at affordable rents. Um, there's also a sustainability angle because the building is energy efficient, has solar thermal panels for water heating, smart meters for energy and water, and very low CO2 emissions. And there's a prop tech angle because it's the first residential asset in Spain where you know all services in the building can be accessed via an app. So quite an interesting acquisition there. Also Inca, which is the Inca investment, which is the investment arc or the Inca group, which is a part of the largest IKEA retailer has signed an agreement to invest in Australia. It's the first investment in renewables in Australia. It's taken a 15% stake in Australia's biggest wind farm. It plans to expand more in the Asia-Pacific region, it said. So it's taken a stake in the Golden Plain Wind Farm, uh, which is a massive 1.3 billion euro project, uh, which is being developed by a local company called Tag Energy. And it's described as globally significant because of its scale. Uh, once it's complete, the wind farm will provide sustainable energy for over 750,000 homes. And um, and Inca said wants to keep looking for opportunities in renewable energy um, in Asia Pacific and elsewhere. Yeah, it's really interesting that focus on Asia Pacific. I noticed AXA as well were growing in terms of Resi with a 420 million euro stake in a Japanese portfolio. And of course, that follows on from Patrizia focusing as well a little bit on, on Japan Resi. Paul, what have you been tracking? Despite the repricing that's going on across the property markets, there's still been some uh, large transactions taking place as part of uh, divestment programs and um, putting some details to a story that Dan mentioned last week. The, the Hong Kong headquartered property developer China Chem Group is to pay £350 million pounds for the 25,700 square metre one new street square in the city of London, which is buying from UK REIT Landsec. Landsec said in a statement that the sale price compares to a September 22 valuation of £363 million. Pounds. So you can see the effect of the repricing. Landsec acquired the site in June 2005 and redeveloped it in 2016. The building is let to Deloitte, which pays a rent of £16.8 million uh, a year. Uh, When completed in 2016, the the building was the first in the world to achieve both BRIAM outstanding and well gold certification. Landsec said that with limited opportunities to add further value, the disposal is in line with its strategy to recycle capital out of mature London offices. And this was the second purchase uh, of London offices by China Chem, which acquired the Kaleidoscope building in Farringdon for uh, 158 million not long ago. And in Spain, um, Barcelona headquartered. uh, Sosame, a Spanish REIT colonial, has sold three office buildings in the financial district of Madrid to privately owned company Pralaritz for a, a total of 300 million euros. According to Spanish publication El Confidencial, the sale to Pralaritz is part of a divestment program that the company has planned for, for early 2023. Meanwhile, uh, Europe's real estate debt funding gap grew to 51 billion euros in the final quarter of 2022, according to research from AEW. AEW describes the debt funding gap as the shortfall between the original amount of secured debt uh, originated in 2018-2020 and the amount available for refinance at loan maturity in the next three years across all sectors. The scope of AEW's research covers Germany, France and the UK. 
the debt funding gap has become wider due to capital value decreases, which have resulted in higher loan to values and, and higher interest rates, pushing down interest coverage ratios, uh, AEW said. And an example of alternative debt fi- financing in action, Tristan Capital Partners tips one income plus real estate debt fund has provided self-storage investor OneBox Group with about 58 million euros of senior debt financing to refinance a portfolio of self-storage assets in the Netherlands. OneBox is backed by US-based global investor Volta Global, which is a large self-storage portfolio active in US and, and Europe. Yeah, self-storage is going to be a, a you know much bigger topic. I think that was highlighted um, during Expo Real in our in a lot of our sessions there as well. Just on the logistics side, Boreal Cadillac Logistics joint venture expanding into France and Spain. Principal Asset Management made three acquisitions on behalf of Login, and again that was uh, in Spain and and Germany. Um, and interesting to see as well, Garber's Pyramid Research being released again last week, just focusing on the fact that the occupier markets are still very positive. And actually, one of the constraints is really um, availability of product and land. And interesting to see in the people moves that Randy Giraldo was appointed as head of Europe for Nuveen Real Estate. Thanks very much, Paul. Thank you, Nicole. Um, Thank you, Dan. Thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the real asset markets. (music) 